Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. On today's episode, we are going to continue with our last remaining, or today is one of our last remaining mental health blocks. And this is one that I think is really important and it affects a lot of women. It is this idea of all or nothing thinking. So today we are going to talk about these mental blocks, in particular, all or nothing thinking, what it is, some examples of all or nothing thinking when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care, why this distorted thinking is harmful for our health, and what we can do about it to not struggle and not be in this state of cognitive distortions. When we talk about this idea of all or nothing thinking, what does it mean? I think probably a lot of us kind of know that this all or nothing thinking is a really destructive way of thinking that's divided into two extremes. One extreme is one extreme is characterized by like having perfectionism, which is why I think probably this is a really common thought that most of us think because I think there's a lot of people that have this perfectionist attitude. The opposite extreme can be feeling like you're a complete failure, right? So the two extremes here are perfectionism at one end of the extreme spectrum, and then failure is at the other end. There is really no middle ground when it comes to all or nothing thinking. And so some examples of all or nothing thinking when it comes to our health can look like this. So I feel like I hear a lot of people talk about this one is a big one. I eat healthy on most days of the week and then on the weekend I'm completely out of control and I end up either binge drinking or everything that I've done during the week has been canceled by this like overeating or craziness on the weekend not craziness maybe this like out of control feeling and eating on the weekend another example when it comes to our health can be somebody who maybe you haven't exercised in six months, right? And then all of a sudden you decide that you're going to do this like extreme exercise routine. So you're going from like zero to like a hundred. And so you can see there's that all or nothing spectrum with no middle ground present. And then the last example would be saying something like, I ate something bad or thinking, because you're probably not going to say it this idea that you ate something bad, what you consider bad, and now you must eat something good to like replace it. So it has to be this having an extreme at either end. And so when we talk about all or nothing thinking, it can be really harmful to our health. So we're going to talk about why it is. I think that if you do something really well, right, in general, all or nothing thinking is can be really harmful to our health because if you do something and you feel like you did it well, so you had your success there, then you end up feeling like totally amazing and maybe you feel really happy. But then if you did something on the other end of the spectrum where you felt like you didn't meet the standard that you wanted to, like like maybe you feel like you failed, then you may end up feeling defeated or unhappy. So it just doesn't have any room for any middle ground. And it sets these unrealistic expectations for yourself that you may not be able to meet. 
100% of the time. And so this could lead you to feeling like you either failed or you're holding back from meeting your full potential. Another thing, another reason why it's harmful is that it's hard because it has you in this space where you do something either 100% of the time or you do it 0% of the time. And so that's kind of where the whole like eating goes, right? So like say you're eating something, so you're doing 100% great or you're doing nothing at all. And so it, it really gets stressful because you may find yourself in this dichotomy of either either feeling really motivated when it comes to making a health change, or you may feel like no motivation at all because you feel like you're just going to completely fail. And then that just makes you or has you in this place where then you feel like you don't want to take the risk. And so you don't do anything at all. This type of thinking can lead to It's a very rigid way of thinking, so it can lead to difficulty growing, adapting, and having an overall positive. It's just hard for positive changes to occur when you're in this state of feeling like you're having a hard time adapting. I think that there is these... This all or nothing thinking reminds me of good versus bad food, right? And so it's this way that you have this like extreme example of good food and this extreme example of bad food. And so all or nothing thinking can be similar in this way in that when you feel like you are eating good or you're doing the right thing and you're doing things perfect, then you are perfect and you are good and you deserve praise. But if you are feeling like you have failed at something, then I feel like then that also leads people to feeling this idea of like, I am bad. And so then it leads to these like underwhelming or these feelings of guilt and inadequacy. And so the concern just as eating good food or bad food, like validate some underlying belief about us either being good or bad all or nothing thinking does the same thing. It leads you or could lead you to validate an underlying belief that you have about yourself. So if you are perfect, then you're good. You deserve praise. And if you fail, then perhaps you're bad or it leads to feelings of guilt and inadequacy. Another thing is that all or nothing thinking can keep you stuck in these unhealthy behaviors and this back and forth extreme. So for example, if we're going back to the eating extreme where you're going to eat and feel like you're doing really well and you're eating perfect during the week and then feeling like you're out of control on the weekend, it just keeps you stuck in that behavior with no real change because there's no middle ground. And so as a result of having any of these all or nothing feelings and thinking, its research has shown that it's been related to an increased anxiety, increased stress, and then an overall negative body image. And so that becomes concerning, especially when we talk about health, wellness, and self-care. Having this negative self-image and body image is going to lead to other things that may hinder what you do when it comes to your health goals. So now that we've talked about what all or nothing thinking is, we've talked about some examples of all or nothing thinking when it comes to health, wellness, and self-care goals. 
And we've talked about the harm of having this all or nothing thinking, which anyone who does all or nothing thinking knows the harm it does because it leads to just this, such these negative thoughts and feelings of anxiety that I know you don't want to be there or want to experience the feelings of all or nothing thinking. So what are some things that we can do about all or nothing thinking? Well, I think one of the first things you can do is recognizing any of the all or nothing feelings that you may be expressing and trying to find some kind of middle ground. And so all or nothing feelings are going to be things like that you're telling yourself, like some examples I can think of is like, I always do this. I always mess up or nothing ever goes right or just things like that words to each extreme. And there may not even be truth in it, but it's something that you've been telling yourself over, over the course of your life, probably based on some childhood experiences or just beliefs that you may have about yourself that you've reinforced over the years. In this mental block series, that seems to be something that's prevalent is these underlying beliefs that we've been carrying around for many years that perhaps aren't even true, but that we've reinforced. And all or nothing thinking can be that too. One of the things about all or nothing thinking is to realize that you have more than two choices to the problem that you're trying to solve. So the choices don't have to be perfection and failure. There can be a third choice or some kind of middle ground. And having another opinion in the middle is okay. And it's actually what's going to be necessary for you to replace the all or nothing thinking that you may be doing. A lot of the all or nothing thinking is this idea of trying to find more flexibility when it comes to what you're thinking about. And having more flexibility helps decrease some of the judgment that you may have because all or nothing thinking leads to so much judgment. You're judging yourself if you're failing and you're judging yourself if you're succeeding. And so having some kind of middle ground to challenge those beliefs and to kind of give you a space that you don't have to have each extreme is going to be really helpful to decrease judgment and increase the flexibility. And then therefore getting to a place that you are better able to meet your health, wellness, and self-care goals because you're taking away the burden of having each extreme. Some things that you work with a therapist and seems to be helpful is this way of replacing the word but, B-U-T. And one of the things that going to therapy or working on challenging these beliefs is this idea of marrying your two opposite thoughts. And that will help determine a middle ground. So what some of the research suggests is using the word and to join the negative word, the negative connotation and the positive connotation so that you can decrease the judgment and form the middle ground. And so a statement could be something like, I did my best and that's okay. And just something like that, where it's just, you're joining the two thoughts in a place that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be a middle ground. And so I guess there's a lot of cognitive behavioral worksheets. And if you're working with a therapist, they're going to be able to really help you find that middle ground. And there's a lot of worksheets that do that.
The next way to decrease all or nothing thinking is to take one small step today to get to your goal. So instead of focusing on this big goal that you want to achieve, try to break it down into these small steps that you can take to get to what your eventual goal is. So going back to the first example of this all or nothing thinking of I eat great during the week and then it all goes to shit on the weekends. First of all, all foods fit. There's no such thing as good or bad. But if you wanted to feel like you had some sense of control, then trying to break down what it is during the weekend where you kind of get stuck and trying to find that barrier and breaking it into little baby steps that you can decide what works and what's what's making that, what's hindering you if that's your goal. And so is it meal prepping? Is that something that goes out the window on the meal you know, on the weekend. And that's what makes it harder. Just identify that. And then once you're able to do that, then you can try to figure out what isn't working and you can form some steps in between to help you succeed at that goal. The other example would be this idea of doing all or nothing when it comes to exercise, going from zero to a hundred that maybe there's a way that you can get into the middle first. And so this idea of instead of working out an hour a day for seven days a week, maybe there's a way that you can just start by maybe doing 15 or 30 minutes a couple of days a week, maybe two or three days, and then it helps you get to the bigger goals. And so this idea of small steps is something that will help you because it's going to help provide you confidence and give you momentum to keep going. The other thing taking this one small step is going to do is that it's going to be able to help you see what's realistic and what you can do at this time to help you succeed at what you want. And so it's going to hopefully take away some of that all or nothing thinking because you're going to be, you're going to be tackling these small steps in between and it's going to help you celebrate the small wins along the way. And so that's why taking one small step at a time is helpful because it helps recognize these positive things that you're doing along the way. And it focuses more on the things that you're achieving to get to what you want for your goal and less on the negative consequences and the failures along the way. Well, they're not really failures. They're what you perceive as failures. It's probably not even. And then the last thing for all or nothing thinking is something that we've talked a lot about on this this series of mental blocks when it comes to your health, but this idea of embracing imperfection. So I think with all or nothing thinking, again, there is this extreme of either being something being perfect or something being a failure. And so recognizing this idea that mistakes are okay and that setbacks will happen. And by focusing on the extremes of perfection and failure, it keeps you stuck in this unhealthy mindset about the behaviors you're trying to change. And because of that, it kind of goes this back and forth. It keeps you stuck in this back and forth mentality of feeling like you failed or feeling like things are perfect. And so because of that, it's going to be very hard to make a change stick because you're always going back and forth. 
And so embracing imperfection will also be a way that it will help you find this middle ground because they're not even failure. They're just a learning experience. And that learning experience is what's going to help you find the gray in the situation. When it comes to our health, imperfection is going to allow you to take the risk. I think what happens a lot of times is when we are wanting things to be perfect, it's very hard to take that next step. And sometimes I feel like it's we can't even move forward and maybe we even procrastinate because if it can't be perfect, then we can't do it. And so imperfection is going to allow you to take that step. It's going to allow you to take the risk without feeling like you failed. But it might be hard for you to get to that place where you embrace imperfection right away. You're going to maybe have to do some things in the interim that are going to get you to the step, that middle, that like flexible, crazy middle part that is like the sweet spot. And kind of embracing imperfection is going to help you be vulnerable and it's going to make you a little bit more willing to fail and maybe let go a little bit of the, of the perfection that you're carrying around. But for true change to occur, you're going to have to have a place that it's not so extreme and that you do find the middle ground because that's the reality, that middle spot is the reality of what it looks like to achieve your health, wellness, and self-care goals. Sure, you're going to have some days where it feels like you're doing a lot better and other days when you're, you feel like it's a little bit messier, but all of that is what's going to be necessary for true change to occur. But if you are someone who really struggles with this all or nothing thinking, and you really struggle with challenging any of the beliefs that you have, then you may want to seek guidance from a licensed or qualified therapist who can help challenge those beliefs. Again, this podcast is focused on behaviors related to health, but certainly a mental health professional would be much more qualified to speak to you about any of the underlying beliefs that you have. And I want to remind you that you are worthy and deserving of feeling better. And if seeing a therapist is something that's going to help you challenge any of those distorted emotions that you're feeling, then I, then I would highly recommend that for you. So let's review what we've talked about today when it comes to all or nothing thinking. All or nothing thinking is this stream thinking of, of either perfection or failure with no middle ground. All or nothing thinking is harmful because it can it means that you're doing either something either 100% of the time or 0% of the time. And so when it comes to your health, it may look something like you're really motivated to make a change one day. And then when you're feeling like you failed, perhaps you have no motivation to do anything at all. And so in the long run, it could be very rigid because the thinking is very inflexible and it might be hard to maintain positive changes along the way. Or nothing thinking has also been associated with increased anxiety and a negative self-image. So some ways that you can combat all or nothing thinking is recognizing any of the all or nothing thinking that you're doing and trying to find the middle ground. It can also help to take small steps today to help you get to your goal and to help you feel more comfortable with that middle ground. And then the last thing is embracing imperfection because life isn't going to be a series 
of just two extremes, but life is really out just a whole bunch of middle grounds. And so finding the middle ground and what you're doing is going to be what's, you know, what life is, that is life. And that's also what's going to get you to take those goals and take those small steps so that you can achieve your health, wellness, and self-care goals. Whole health is not an impossibility, but as we talked about in this mental block series when it comes to our health, it may require you to become more aware of some of the beliefs that you have, some of the distorted beliefs that you have, and trying to combat them and really try to figure out what's more in line with the person that you want to become. And so it's a lot of this, it's not about being perfect. It's just about being 1% better every day of embracing this idea of progress over perfection. So it's just about like listening to some of the things that we're talking about to see if it's something that you relate to and trying to take a step today to be like, okay, I, yes, I do all or nothing thinking and maybe just challenging that belief and finding a middle ground in that belief. And that might seem like something really simple, but over the long term, it's a step forward because it's maybe something that you're doing today that's better than you were doing yesterday. So every move or every step forward that you're making is in the direction of the woman that you're trying to become. And you are worthy of taking this step. You are worthy and deserving to challenge these beliefs so that you can get to the health, wellness, and self-care goal that you are really working towards. And I know you're working so hard at it. One of the last things I want to remind you is that self-compassion and self-kindness is really helpful in in terms of achieving your health, wellness, and self-care goals. And so I encourage you to do something kind for yourself today and be nice to yourself because you're deserving of that. And your body, every move forward is in the direction of the person that you want to become. And you are worth taking this step. So be kind to yourself, friends, and I'll see you back here next week.